Hello, 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 and welcome to the show, everybody. This is another edition of College Basketball Madness, presented by Prime Sports World, and we are here to bring you a doozy. I am your host, Israel Rivera. Please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast at Prime Sports World on our Facebook page, YouTube channel, and our Twitch page. And in case you missed us live, you can hear us on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. That is Apple Music, Samsung Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, um, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. Um, For getting into the show, uh, we have a doozy there, just, you know, just jam-packed, action-packed Saturday, as always, with lots of games here. I'll be bringing your top headlines, your top 25, and games to watch um, as well, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys don't want to miss that content here as um, as we move forward. I know last week on my upset picks, um, I, you know, I did uh, hit on a couple. I believe Indiana beat Purdue, um, and then a couple others. Uh, if you guys want to call me out on it, um, feel free to do that. I believe I went 50% uh, on my um, upset picks last week. But uh, needless to say, um, we are here again to bring you some of that funk again. But here, starting with our top headline, um, a real heartfelt one. Um, you know, one that, you know, I, my prayers go out uh, to Richmond basketball coach, um, uh, Chris Mooney, who's undergoing uh, heart surgery and will miss will miss the remainder of the season. He went under underwent heart surgery, um, I believe this this weekend. Uh, so uh, my prayers go out to the Mooney family and the Chris Mooney for a speedy recovery. Mooney's been the uh, head coach at Richmond for 18 seasons, leading the Spiders to three NCAA tournament appearances. Uh, they went to the Sweet 16 in 2011 as a 12 seed, um, upsetting number five. Uh, Vanderbilt in the first round before beating Moorhead State and advancing to the uh, uh, round of uh, uh, 16. So um, to the Sweet 16. So um, and then Richmond has won the Athletic Con- uh, Conference tournament. They won it last year, uh, winning four games in four days, um, and then upsetting uh, number five Iowa in the first round last season. So uh, Chris Mooney, you will be missed. Um, you know, for the remainder of the season. I hope you have a speedy recovery. Uh, Assistant coach Peter Thomas will serve as the interim head coach uh, while Mooney is sidelined. Um, so yeah, uh, you know, uh, you know, Chris Mooney's been a, um, a hell, you know, a tremendous coach in the basketball community and college basketball community, and um, he will be missed. Um, right now, the Richmond Spiders are. Let me look at what their record is. The record is 13 and 14. They're 11th in the A10. Um, so, you know, maybe they get some magic here uh, playing inspiration, inspirational basketball. In their last um, nine games, they've lost uh, seven. Um, and then in the last 11, they've, they've lost eight. So um, kind of reeling here at the end, but uh, hopefully they catch uh, lightning in the bottle as we um, gear up towards tournament season. They got four games left of the regular season. Um, so hopefully they turn lightning in the bottle and play inspired for Coach Mooney. But um, this is bigger than basketball, and we all wish Coach Mooney a um, speedy recovery uh, as, um, you know, as, as he goes through this heart surgery. Um, you know, there. Um, second headline we have, um, you know, is, is, is one from earlier this season, uh, and this involves the ex-Texas coach, Chris Beard, 
um, uh, as you know, Texas prosecutor, the DA has uh, dropped their domestic, uh, they dismissed the uh, felony domestic violence case against former Longhorns uh, basketball coach Chris Beard in part because of the alleged victim's wishes not to prosecute. Um, so his wife um, or fiance didn't want to prosecute under her wishes. Um, so the DA has dropped um, that case against Chris Beard. Uh, we know he was arrested December 12th. Uh, we know he was arrested December 12th for um, for the domestic violence um, incident uh, as uh, Chris Beard, uh, you know, strangled um, uh, his wife and hit her a little bit uh, during a confrontation uh, in their home. Um, she said uh, that Beard acted in self-defense and she never wanted him to be prosecuted or to lose his job. But, um, you know, when things like this get out, uh, you know, this is unacceptable as a leader of the Texas Longhorns basketball team. So he's no longer there. Um, we don't know where Chris Bird will end up, but uh, right now, Texas uh, DA prosecutors are no longer pursuing Chris Beard in the uh, domestic violence case uh, there uh, in Texas. Uh, moving on to our last um, headline here is uh, two big ones. I mean, for for journalists, I, you know, and these are two. I'm very two big fans of these two. Um, Holly Roll and Mark Spears. They received the Kurt Gowdy Media Award. Uh, in Salt Lake City during the um, yeah, it's the Naisman Hall of Fame Kurt Gowdy Media Award. Um, Mark, Jace, Mark Spears has uh, been a staple amongst the NBA community on and off the court, um, you know, in a way from the court, uh, you know, even this year, you know, going over. To, I know Victor Wimbanyama has been a big um, commodity uh, this, uh, you know, this season. Uh, you know, him and guys like Brian Windhorst have um, have reported on him. But, you know, just in, in light, um, you know, he's reported on, you know, you know, G League uh, teams and he's just reported on um, on multiple NBA teams as well. Uh, Mark J. Spears has put in the work and he's one of the best journalists. Uh, he received the print side of the work and then ESPN's Holly Roll. Um, received the uh, electronic award. Um, we all know Holly as a staple in women's college basketball. Um, so uh, she's, um, you know, she's, you know, well-deserving. Both of them are well-deserving, um, have a lot of respect for respect for them. Great admiration for both of them uh, as a journalist myself. Um, and also um, just, you know, seeing how their careers have progressed to now and seeing them get their flowers uh, now is a, um, a great thing to see um, at uh, All-Star Weekend there in Salt, in Salt Lake City. So I just want to give a shout out to Mark Spears and Holly Roll for receiving the Kurt Gowdy Media Awards. Respectfully, um, congratulations, uh, both you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, moving on to our top 25. Um, yeah, a little bit of a shakeup uh, this week here as uh, Purdue um, you know, dropped, you know, they lost one to, they, you know, they were the number one team last week. They dropped one to, um, they dropped two, actually. They dropped to Purdue and they dropped to Northwestern. Um, so yeah, the, you know, Purdue dropped a, a couple slots here. Uh, Alabama moves up two slots. Um, even though I know Alabama, uh, you know, lost to, um, Tennessee, um, believe that was a few days ago. They had to be a couple of days ago that they lost to Tennessee. Um, if I'm not mistaken here, pulling up the, um, pulling up the game here. 
Yeah, it was February 15th. They lost to him three days ago, but still, um, you know, losing to an unranked Northwestern, losing to Purdue, uh, you lose your top slot. And, and Tennessee's a top 10 team. They're a good team. Um, got them on a slate this week as the games to watch. Um, but anyways, Alabama at number one. We got number two, Houston. Number three, Purdue. Number four, UCLA. They just, you know, looking like a, a buzzsaw lately. Kansas, after losing four straight, uh, they come back and, um, you know, have played great. Uh, basketball, they moved right back up into the the, the five slot. Um, uh, you know, after losing three straight, I'm sorry. Um, you know, they've won in their last six. They've gone five and one, losing the only Iowa State, which the Big Twelve is just a, a gauntlet. I mean, it's just it's the best co- basketball, it's best conference in basketball. So no shock there. I mean, they lost to Iowa State by 15 at Iowa State. That's a tough place to play. Can't knock Kansas, but they've they've gone. Five and one in the last six, uh, putting them back up into the five slot. Um, uh, and then at number six, we got Texas. Seven, Virginia. At number eight, we got Arizona. And at number nine, you know, one of my favorite teams in the nation, the Baylor Bears. I mean, this team, um, you know, you know, under Scott Drew, I mean, they have the defensive identity. I mean, in their last – let me look at this. After dropping three in a row in the middle of the season – in the last one, two, three, four, six, eleven. In the last eleven games, the Baylor Bears are ten and one. They are a buzzsaw right now. They have a big matchup going into Lawrence, Kansas here this weekend. I mean, they like. I mean, the Big Twelve is just stacked. I mean, they got Kansas. They got to go to Kansas. Then they got to go to Kansas State. Then they come back home against Texas. All ranked in the top fifteen. Then they go to Oklahoma State. No slouch there. Oklahoma State is a fringe top 25 team, in my opinion. And then they end their regular season at home against number 19, Iowa State. You're talking about the last five games. They got to play four ranked opponents. I mean, Baylor could very well end up being in the top slot if they could win all five of these, if they could win four of those, all five of these games, really. Uh, very tough schedule coming down the stretch. But in their last 11, they're 10 and 1. Bus on. The only loss was to Texas at Texas by five points. Um, Keontae George is a is in Adam Flagler. Uh, but Keontae George is the centralizing uh, uh, freshman there. Um, he's their top 10 uh, projected pick there in Baylor. Um, and then we all know about Adam Flagler, uh, one of the best guards in the nation as well, uh, averaging 15 points per game, five assists um, per game. Keontae George averaging 16.5 uh, points per game, shooting 38.6% from the field. Um, yeah, the Baylor Bears. I think they. I think this, I think the Baylor Bears have a chance to really win the national title this year. I think they are really talented. I mean, they they play defense. They they are super complete. I love Alabama too. Alabama is really complete too. They they have a um, you know top three projected freshman in Brandon Miller. I mean, when it's all said and done, I mean, I know Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Anderson are going to go one and two, but Brandon Miller is for sure probably the number three overall pick uh, in this year's draft. I mean, he's he's special. Uh, reminds me a lot of Paul George. He's got Bama at number one. At number at number ten, we got Tennessee. Number eleven, Marquette moves down the slot. Uh, at number twelve, we got Kansas K State. Stays pat. Uh, number thirteen, Gonzaga moves up three after losing to um, St. Mary's. I uh, believe that was last weekend. Um, they also lost to Loyola Marymount by one, but then they ended up uh, coming back and beating Loyola Marymount by godly. Was it? 43 points they beat Loyola Marymount by? 
43 points. They, they were up by like 50 at, at one point, but they 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 ended up beating Loyola Marymount by 43 points at Loyola Marymount. Um after dropping him. So it, it's like that, that meme, right. Where, where the guy, where, you know, the guy loses, uh, you know, San Francisco or, or Philly loses or a team loses and they're, they're playing Madden and they're just breathing heavy and they're, they're just beating the, the, you know, the other team by a bajillion points on like pro, uh, you know, by a thousand to one or a thousand to zero breathing heavily, getting all that frustration out. That's kind of how Bay, that's kind of how Gonzaga did loyal Marymount the other night. Um, but you know, after losing to St. Mary's, they bounced back and won three straight. Um, you know, in the last seven, they're uh six and one. So uh Gonzaga coming down the stretch uh easy. They got one more shot uh at St. Mary's um at their home. I assume that they might split that. I'm gonna go out on a on a whim and say Gonzaga wins that game at home, but we'll see. Um it's been a long time. I I can't even remember the last time St. Mary's swept Gonzaga they they always kind of are pretty much there tit for tat uh, you know every other year you know St. Mary's you know and t- you know unless you know Gonzaga has those crazy super number one ranked teams and they sweep St. Mary's if you know St. Mary's always gives them a competitive game um competitive time uh during the season at number 14 we got Indiana they move up four slots number 15 Miami I think the best team in the ACC in my opinion or one of the best teams in the ACC I think they are the best team in the ACC I think they I think they they're better than Virginia, in my opinion. I think they have a better conference record. Um, where Virginia's up there in the top ten. But yeah, I, I think Miami, you know, when I look at the talent wise, I think Miami's the best team in the ACC, in my opinion. But they move up sort of four slots to the uh top 15. Uh number 16, Xavier, number 17, St. Mary's, you just talked about it. Number 18, Creighton Blue Jays. They move up five slots uh this week. Um, Creighton Blue Jays, I mean, they <laughs> they had a really tough time to start the season. I mean, in the middle of the season, they dropped six in a row. They dropped six in a row, then won three in a row, lost two in a row to UConn and Xavier. And then ever since they lost those two in a row, they've won their last. I think it's just one, two, three, four, five, seven, eight, nine. They have gone eight and one since they've dropped three and one, including a win against Providence, a win against Xavier, and they uh, won against UConn, and the, they just lost 94-86 to uh, to Providence the other day. But uh, Creighton's coming on strong to end the season. They moved back up into the top 20 after dropping all those games in the middle of the season there. Uh, number 19, Iowa State, they dropped eight slots. Iowa State's kind of reeling here uh, towards the end of the season. Um, they, you know, started off strong, um, but, you know, towards the end of the season, I mean, they, they're losing a lot of important games. They lost to Missouri. Uh, you know, I covered, covered that game a couple weeks ago. They lost at Texas Tech. They just can't win on the road here. They beat Kansas. Uh, they lost at Virginia, lost to Oklahoma State. Um, these are just games in which teams are just, just like better just beating them, you know. Just I can't believe, you know, how talented Iowa State has been and teams have just been beating them like that. Uh, and then they, they kind of got back on the road uh, beating uh, number 22 TCU. We'll see what they do against uh, Kansas State, see if they could sweep Kansas State. Uh, this weekend, um, this Saturday, led by Jaron Holmes and Tamin uh, Lipsley. Uh, Jaron Holmes shooting 40% from the field um, and averaging 13 points per game there for the Iowa State Cyclones. Um, so they could do a little bit of both. They could play um, fast pace and they you know can, can get out and play defense on you, play aggressive. Um, but, yeah, the Big 12 is a gauntlet. Like I have mentioned, number 20, QCon, number 21, San Diego State, and number 22, TCU drops down five slots 
And number 23, we got NC State, 24 and 25, rounding out the top 25, Providence and Florida Atlantic. And then on the outside looking in, I mean, we got Missouri, Northwestern's right there on the outside looking in on the fringe. They, they, Northwestern had a good week. They beat number one Purdue and they beat um, number 14 Indiana in a span of five, four or five days. So, um, you know, Northwestern's a team that's peaking. They're, 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 they're peaking at the right time and they could jump in the top 25, um, you know, if they finish the season strong. And then Illinois is right there on the top 25, on the fringe top 25 as well. Um, I have them as a game to watch this week as we'll get into here um, as they play number 14, Indiana, today. Uh, if they finish the season strong, I could see them very well going into the top 25 um, this week. And um, here we go, Prime Sports Games. World Prime Sports World games to watch as we always love to bring it to you. Uh, I got number I just mentioned them Illinois going into number 14 Indiana. Uh, that should be a very, very competitive basketball game. Um, you know, as I can see, you know, Indiana is 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 has has been playing really well of late. Um pretty pretty much second best team in the Big Ten. Uh, in my opinion, um, as you know, Illinois, you know, led by Terrence Shannon, Coleman Hawkins, um, and then Indiana led by uh, Trace Jackson Davis, uh, who leads the league. I, I believe leads is, is one of the a nation's leader in blocks, averaging 20 points per game. Uh, one of the nation's leader in rebounds as well um, at 11.3. This should be a, re- a hell of a game um, this week uh, uh, today. Um you know, Illinois is right there, right in the middle of the pack of the Big Ten Conference. Uh, Indiana's you know, nine and six in the conference. Illinois is eight and six in the conference, 17. Uh, one game separates each other. Um, I think if Illinois – see, you know, my thing about Illinois, they can score, they can get out in transition, and they also can they, – they they these are very similar teams. This is going to be a very close game, very, very close game. Um, let me see the – Last meeting that they had this year, uh, let's see who won that game. Uh, Illinois, uh, Illinois lost to Indiana at home, eighty to sixty-five. So they're looking to return the favor here, uh, going into Indiana. I'm gonna go ahead and be a little biased, and I'm gonna go up my Illinois fighting the line. I, um, I just think Terrence Shannon's gonna, you know, get hot this this game. Uh, Coleman Hawkins, you know, is gonna play his, you know, is gonna, you know get hot as well. Um gonna give Trace Jackson Davis uh some problems there. Uh he's averaging you know Coleman Hawkins has kind of disappointed me a little bit this year this year. 10 points per game, six six and a half rebounds, three point two assists. Um you know I, I I just think that you know he he hasn't been as efficient of lately. Um but you know we'll see. But you know I'm gonna go on a limb. I think Illinois plays. You know they they know that they can get into the top 25. This is a big game for them. Um, no room for error. I think Illinois plays scrappy and uh, they get the win. They pull out the win in Indiana. And it's actually one of my upset picks this week. This is my first upset pick is Illinois over Indiana. Uh, another game to watch. Number 10 Tennessee uh, going into Kentucky. Um, yeah, that's gonna be another big game there. That's a game to watch there in the top 25. And number 19. Iowa State going into number twelve, Kansas State. That's you know, like I said, man. Look, hey, I'm look the my last three games to watch. You know, when I look at big the college basketball, the Big Twelve is the cream of the crop this year. Um, they are the best team. They are the best conference in the nation by far. Um, and nothing against ACC and Big Ten, but 
Big 12 has has just a, a tumultuous – they have so many good teams there. I think the national champion is going to come out the Big 12 as it did last year. Um, but, um, yeah, this will be a good game here um, between Kansas State and uh, Iowa State. Uh, as I mentioned, um, Iowa State beat them, uh, beat Kansas State the last time, so they're looking for the uh, season sweep. Um, I think Jaron Holmes – uh, you know, Teron Lipsley, I mean, they're going to be, you know, key in this game. Um, Lord, I think they split. I think Kansas State wins at home. Um, I think we get a big performance by Keontae Johnson, their uh, senior leader here, averaging 17 and a half and seven and a half rebounds per game. Um, so I could see Kansas State winning this game against Iowa State, uh, this week. Um, Going into my next game, Oklahoma State going into T- number 22 TCU. Love that game. I think that's that one's going to be a very close one. Uh, Oklahoma State, uh, you know, definitely a very tough team. Can't sleep on Oklahoma State. They're a French top 25 team, in my opinion, as well. Um, you know, I, you know, I, I, I really think, you know, when I look at TCU, they're well-bound. Both of these teams are very similar. Both teams well balanced, got great guard play. Uh, one guy to look out for is the um, is their wing, Khalid Boone, uh, leading the team, twelve and a half points per game, five point six rebounds. Very tough defender. Um, you know the kid, you know is shooting, you know fifty six, sixty one percent. You know in 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 the uh, you know in the arc from mid range. Not a very strong three point shooter, but very strong defender. Very long, athletic, can get out on you. Um, so, you know, look for Khalid Boone to have a big game as well. Um, you know, this is, these are two, you know, senior, you know, laden teams. Uh, Avery Anderson's another guy at 11 points per game, shooting, um, you know, 39.9% from, from, from the field. Not very strong three-point shooters on Oklahoma State, which has kind of hindered them uh, this year. Not, not a very strong three-point shooting team. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I think Oklahoma State can pull it off. I think that's one of my upsets of the week here is Oklahoma state over number 22 TCU and the best game. And this is probably the game of the week is number nine Baylor going into Lawrence, Kansas, number point going against number five, Kansas. This is going to be the best game of Saturday. Um, you know, uh, you know, I mentioned earlier led by super freshman Keontae George, a Baylor, uh, 6'4", 185. This kid's a top projected top five pick. 16 and a half points per game. He's got great size. Four and a half rebounds. 3.1 assists. They look for him to get big buckets down the, down the stretch. Adam Flagler, we already know, you know, from the national championship team a couple years ago. Um, Adam Flagler is a guy that, you know, he, he leads them assists. He's 15.8 points per game. He's a senior leader. Uh, he's a guy that's a big-time player. Um, look for both of those guys to have great games against Kansas. Then on the Kansas side, Grady Dick, Jeff Wilson, um, both of those – Jalen Wilson, I'm sorry. Both of those guys, um, very, Grady Dick, we already know, can can shoot lights out um, – you know, from the field, uh, Jalen Wilson's their junior. Um, you know, is a is a junior. Uh, he's a guy that can, you know, get it done. Grady Dix, their um, super freshman, six eight two oh five wing player, averaging fourteen point seven points per game, four point nine one point six uh, assists, um, and he's shooting forty two percent, scorching hot. One of the best three point shooters in the nation, forty two percent, shooting forty six percent. 
uh, from the field. Um, I look for those two guys to, you know, have a good game against uh, Baylor. But this is a tough one, guys. I'm actually going to go Baylor to win this football, the, to win this basketball game. I almost said football game. I'm going to go Baylor to win this basketball game against Kansas. Just think they're tougher um, right now. I know Kansas, you know, has kind of reeled back after losing three straight. Um, they've won, you know, what, five of the last uh, – five, five, five and one of the last six, something like that. Uh, Baylor's 10 and one in their last 11. I think Baylor's playing great defense right now, playing great as a team. Um, you know, the defense is on a string right now, and they're, they're tough as nails. Uh, Scott Drew's got them well coached. I think they're a buzzsaw right now. I think they finished the season on the feet. I think they finished the season without a loss, Baylor does. So give me the Baylor Bears to beat KU uh, this week. And then my upsets of the week, we got Illinois over Indiana. I got Kentucky beating Tennessee at home, Oklahoma State on the road, beating number 22 TCU. And I got the Johnnies, baby, the Johnnies beating Creighton um, there at home. Uh, St. John's is is at home, um, and I got them beating uh, the Creighton Blue Jays. I know Creighton's been playing well of late, but uh, I think this is a tough one. This is a game that uh, can sneak up on them. I got the Johnnies winning today. Yes, baby! It's going crazy! It's Saturday! Basketball madness, baby! I can't be in, I can't be more happy enough than this! <laughs> I hope that was a great Dick Vitale um, <laughs> impersonation. But anyways, you guys can call me on that. Please like and share subscribe to the podcast at Prime Sports World on our Facebook, YouTube channel, and our Twitch page. And in case you missed this podcast, make sure to... Uh, Go see us on all streaming platforms where podcasts can be heard. I dropped the link in the pace, our RSS feed. We can be heard on Apple Music, Samsung Music, Amazon Podcasts. Um, with Samsung Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify, ladies and gentlemen. So we, Prime Sports World has you covered 360 uh, degrees all the way around. Uh, so you don't want to miss that hot, hot content. TJ, uh, David and TJ will be bringing you the crossover here this afternoon. So you guys don't want to miss that content as they will be talking about the All-Star Game weekend, uh, All-Star weekend uh, in the this um, episode of the crossover. So you guys don't want to miss that later on. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, this has been fun. Uh, this has been great. And uh, in case I miss you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. And sayonara, suckers.